This is episode number 32 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We are really excited that you guys could be with us today. We are stoked about what we get to talk about, but... If you have not had the chance yet, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button there on iTunes, Stitcher. I don't know. What are you, what are you using these days, Kev? Well, there's Google Play. Uh-huh. Yeah. YouTube is actually going to start kicking up here a little bit. You, you, you have some some pressing yeah. homeowner show news updates to, well, to present the peoples? So, really long story short, I had to get a new computer. Yeah. And so, some of that's been delayed, but... I uh, got another one going up tomorrow, so we're going to be pushing some some content through YouTube soon. So the YouTube channel is a flowing with the uh, the ugly mugs of Kevin and Craig. It is what it is. Yep. He's ugly. Yep. Nothing you can do about it, folks. Nope. The content is amazing, though. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, Easter is behind us. That's right. Yeah. See you, spring. Yeah. So spring is in the air, and, uh, you know... Lots of people uh, needing to try to get some things done around their house and maybe even some bee removal. I don't know if you know anything about that, Craig. <sighs> Let me tell you, man, it was a rough three days. <laughs> let, let, let me just tell you this. If you're not friends with Craig on Facebook, you need to go find Craig on Facebook. Friend him. He might he might accept your friend request. Send all the good vibes. And uh, he put up a video <laughs> of uh, of something special. He he was uh, imitating Forrest Gump. Uh, not not Forrest. He was in, you know imitating Bubba. I feel like Forrest I feel Gump. like I'm being doxxed a little bit right now. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what, oh, dude, it was hilarious. L- l- let me tell you guys a little something. I mean, like if, if you haven't. I mean, like, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you've probably figured out I, I have a pest control business, um, which is my my inroad to knowing a little bit about the service industry. And so we we were out at a customer's house doing a bee relocation for these folks. And, and the reason we were doing a bee re- relocation is because we made a decision in our business about four or five years ago, uh, not to kill any more bees. Uh, it's just a, an ethical decision that we made on our in our business to, you know, suck it up, make a little bit less money, do jobs a little bit harder, and do the right thing. Um, and so, this, this was a particularly difficult one in that, I don't even know how to describe them, and they're like cones that are in... Uh, like people, a honeycomb, <laughs> <laughs> not a comb, oh. but a cone. Okay, <laughs> uh, that uh, they're these uh, cable TV junction boxes that are in some people's yards. They yeah. they look kind of like little tiny missile silos, uh, and they're green. I, well, they're green down here. I don't know what they look like over there. Well, I think in states up north, they actually bury the wire. Thank you, northern people, for not putting these things above ground where bees can get in them. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it was just it was. It had honeybees in it. Okay. And so we were we were relocating, which we we we, we did. We really relocated these bees successfully. Some of them, some of them didn't make it, um, but that's because they were jerks. Uh, <laughs> ah, one in particular. The, <laughs> so anyway, like we couldn't get this thing off, and so like we were just 
pissing these bees off. And like, it got so bad that like, I mean, we're wearing our bee suits and there's some guys that go out there and they don't wear bee suits, which I just think is absolutely insane. Um, but anyway, we're wearing our bee suits and the guy I'm with, we can't even see each other's faces. There's so many bees like trying to get us Mm. through the mesh and our masks. Um, and so I'm down there and I'm working with these bees and I'm trying to get this thing off and I'm digging out honeycomb and trying to like put it into a box and all. And I, I'm, I'm down there and I'm in the middle of these bees and like my lip, the, my bottom lip touches the mesh in my mask. And as soon as I do, man, there is just this bee waiting for me oh. and he stings me right in the lip. Oh man. And like, so like there's two bad things about that. <laughs> one is it hurts and so like yeah. your natural instinct is to like stick your hand up there and yeah. like try and yeah. wipe it off or touch it right. or you know rub it uh, you know because that's what you do when something that, hurts it's just a reaction and yeah and and so like i i go to do that and like i have to stop myself because no you're about to push 300 bees onto your face if you oh. do that so the other bad part about that is if you know anything about you know bee anatomy or bee entomology or any of that kind of stuff is that well one when they sting you they die and what that does when they when they release that stinger is it actually releases a pheromone into the air that tells the other bees in the colony precisely where to attack next. Ah, so perfect. like, hey, I got him. Go there. Uh. I just killed myself for the sake of the colony. All the rest of you suckers, kamikaze the same spot. <laughs> so immediately after he stings me in the lip, like I'm just like Swarm. massive bees like all over my face. So, and like I'm, my, my wife thinks I'm allergic, so she's going to think that this is just bunk, but like, I'm not allergic to bees at all, unless they sting me in the face, ah. which is their favorite place to get me. Ah. Like historically, like I've been stung in the face probably 10 times. Ouch. And like, I don't get stung that often, but like. 10 times is not a small number. Astronomically more I've been stung in the face than anywhere else on my body. It's like they know. It's like, we know the place that's going to cause this guy the most pain and like, you know, social anxiety. Because when I get stung there, (laughs) I'm going to get swollen up and look like sloth from the Goonies and have to walk around in public like that for like three days. Oh, man. Anyway, when this guy stung me in the lip, I got done with that job and I went home and I, I like my bottom lip was just like five times the size <laughs> that it normally was. It was big and shiny. So if you go to my Facebook page, you can see this video of me talking like Bubba from yeah. Forrest Gump talking about shrimp. Oh man. It's it was know, good. I, They're all good shrimp. It's all good shrimp. <laughs> but <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you man. go there, you can you can see my my riff on the on the Forrest Gump movie. It's I, well, I, a lot of people have been watching it because honestly, it's it's hysterical. <laughs> it's absolutely hysterical. In fact, um, so so that day, whenever I found out what happened, mm-hmm. um, if you remember, I called. Yes. So I called. And he was Craig. just laughing the whole time he was on the phone because he couldn't understand me. <laughs> Craig answers the phone. Hello? Yeah, hello? And I just died. I just started. <laughs> I couldn't talk for about a minute. Oh, I'm just man. laughing at you. I couldn't talk for a minute. It was painful. 
and not not for the usual reason, which was talking to you, but it was. <laughs> oh man! Well, just know the hazards. Yep. Don't get you, stung in the face. You you made the decision. So. <laughs> oh man! It's well, good good times though. Yeah. So, so they're 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 happily living in the uh, the 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 Williams family apiary over there. There you now. go. So there you go. Making honey for me. There's at least an upside, right? Well, the upside is I'm going to get some honey. There you go. Suck right. it, bees. And you killed one of the bees. He got what had coming to him. Oh, there's more than one. Oh. <laughs> well, that's just what happens. That is what happens. Yeah. Don't go into public utilities. <laughs> you get what you got coming to you if you do that. That's right. Well, let's uh, let's get into our topic today. Um, so, uh, man, it's, it is springtime. No, this is like the. I think. I think the way that I tried to describe this to you earlier was I. I wanted to talk to everyone that was coming down off of the spring cleaning high, hmm. uh, which, which I kind of feel is a little bit like New Year's resolutions. Okay. You know, like yeah. like everyone, you know, the, the, the like the first three days after New Year's, like is the most packed the gym ever is. Oh yeah. Don't and go the first couple just, of weeks. Just don't go. And after that, no you're big good. Deal. You get your leg machine back. That's right. But like spring cleaning, I think is is not in the same you know league or whatever. But I can a lot of people just kind of have that vibe around Easter time. Is like let's get, let's get the house cleaned up. Let's get and like you know even around here, this is like one of the first times that it's like dry yeah and sunny and sunny and you feel like working in the yard and you feel like getting lots of stuff done and Absolutely. so you, you just you're feeling good it's not like 90 degrees yet here um <laughs> yet and, yeah and so like i feel like it's kind of that way pretty much everywhere They're like this is the kind of time that you you know you start planting new plants sure you want to clean out that closet that you hadn't gotten to in a couple of months or maybe three years <laughs> and you know you just want to dust off the cobwebs you want to you know mop the floors you want to get all that stuff done and you start getting really ambitious and you know you you put that that mental list together and then you know easter weekend comes and goes the family comes over you eat a big ham maybe if i don't know what what do you guys have ham ham yeah yeah you guys do pineapple stuffing no, what is that? Let me tell you guys something. If I would you, like to know more. If you have not had pineapple <laughs> stuffing around Easter, we need to have it. You ain't lived yet, man. Okay, well. you got and pineapple stuffing with the ham. So if you're Jewish, you just out of luck. But, All right, Mama Williams, <laughs> show me what this pineapple stuffing. We is. gotta have the pineapple stuffing. All right, so okay, but but anyway. And I think that's that's a big part of it too. Is you know, uh, Easter weekend is a big family getting together time. You're gonna turn the smoker on. You're gonna yeah. roll out the yard furniture and all that kind of stuff. And it's just it's just time to get stuff cleaned up, ready to go. Laundry's folded and all. And sure. but like you start putting that list together, it can get a little overwhelming. Well, yeah, absolutely. There and and here's the deal. I mean, you've been and you've been coming off the winter, and and whether it's just the 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 weather outside you just literally can't get to stuff or you just feel gloomy or whatever it is um yeah you get this itch to do stuff and all of a sudden you look around and you go i got a lot of stuff to do yeah and and a lot of stuff that honestly for the first time in a while i feel like doing and so whether it's a deep dive clean or it's just you know i've got little projects here or there 
uh, we all kind of get into this mode of, and I've got stuff to do. You know, there's a vibe around the hardware stores as people are buying yeah. up mulch and, you know, flowers and all this kind of stuff. It but, is no coincidence that the stuff goes on sale. Right? <laughs> like a plant sale at the, you know, the AgriLife, you know, place. The, the Montgomery County Agricultural Extension Center? Exactly. <laughs> we might have an episode about that. Actually. We might have an episode about that. Yeah. So, you know, this is just kind of what's going on during this time of year. And so, what we want to talk to you guys about is how do you kind of get over the hump, so to speak, of we're excited about getting all this stuff done and all of a sudden... Uh, the rest of life happens. Yeah. And Easter comes and then summer's upon us. And so how do you kind of get into this routine of cleaning well and making sure that you don't get overwhelmed to where spring cleaning is almost uh, a too big of a chore to actually undertake? Yeah. And let me, let me, let me just, let me talk honestly here for a minute because do you, I, I, do you normally talk honestly? Or never. This, okay. <laughs> Unless it's about you. Okay. But I don't I don't know how it is across the rest of the country, but like around here, Easter is a four-day weekend. Uh, well, yeah. Literally, we get Friday and Monday off. Yeah. And that four-day weekend is a siren, my friend, mm. that lures you into the rocky waters of things I can get done. Mm. Because... You know, I I feel like a lot of us can get a lot accomplished on a weekend. Yeah. When we're, you know, when when most people are typically off. Yeah. You you throw a four-day weekend at somebody and all of a sudden you believe that your house is your oyster <laughs> ready to be shucked. <laughs> And and like I am guilty of this that like man I can do this and I can do that and I I start piling myself higher and deeper into these projects and things that I you know I've been wanting to get done for a long time and then when that weekend is over man I am so disappointed with myself because you didn't get it done because I didn't get any of it done. <laughs> And it's not because, like, I'm lazy or, like, I'm, you know, ill-prepared to do some of these projects. But, like, let's just face it. I mean, like, you, you any, getting started on a project almost is, like, half the battle sometimes because, like, once you get started on something, you, you begin to realize, oh, okay, I need that tool. Oh, I need these supplies. Oh, I need to do this. That needs to happen first. And I haven't even done that yet. And so, like, that thing that you really wanted to get done gets backburned further and further until you feel like you're even ready to get started. Sure. Um, and on top of that, you got Easter eggs to hunt. Yeah. And all of a sudden... And pineapple stuffing to eat. <laughs> Someone's got to make it. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, it ain't going to be me. I'm just going to eat that thing. <laughs> Stuff just gets in the way. And so... Um, and I need a nap after that. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I, I need to try this stuff. And soon. Anybody out there knows what I'm talking about, bring us some pineapple stuffing, please. I tell you what is the great thing about Easter. Tell me. There's no tryptophan. Mm. in that ham okay so like you know you can you can have the, the ham and the pineapple stuffing mm -hmm. and a little pie yeah and then you're ready to go again well yeah because you ain't sleepy no i love it it's different than the turkey it's fantastic 
<laughs> and typically am, there's gonna be leftovers. Yeah. Those things are big. Well, and then you got the bone for the beans and yeah. I mean it's it's a it's a glorious resurrection filled weekend. <laughs> That's right. Of all sorts. That's right. <laughs> well, so so let's get into this a little bit. Let's start talking about because there's different uh, schools of thought on how to accomplish this this whole cleaning th- schedule, um, and, and and it kind of we, we kind of need to break it down a little bit to make it more manageable. Uh, so so talk us through a little bit about what are some of the schools of thoughts are, and then we'll kind of dig into those a little bit. Yeah, and I, I think it's important to to kind of say like I, we want to make a distinction between maintenance and cleaning and then projects okay because those are just two different animals yeah um and i i for me personally i need to attack those two different ways okay um but that being said there's basically two two schools of thought on how you can approach regular things or big projects that you need to do you can either do the you know sort of the old cliche of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, you know, and so you you take these projects and you break them up into, you know, chewable pieces that are manageable for your time and your schedule and your personality, and you slowly and begrudgingly sometimes <laughs> n- knock these things out. Yeah, um, you know, I think I think like one of the number one like complained about things on the internet right now is is laundry. Mm, I mean, just, I mean, just like that it never stops and it's just like, it feels like such a massive project every time you go to do it. Sure. Um, and, and, and so, you know, and, and and some people actually call this batching, you know, you, you take these, you know, these things that feel like big projects and you break them up into small, you know, satisfying little bites so that, you know, when you get done with that little piece, you actually, I mean, rather than like, I did the laundry. It's like, well, no, I put the whites in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because because we have to understand that anytime you let something go mm-hmm. over any period of time, it piles up. Yep. And and laundry is literally <laughs> you, you mean you you have you hear the the term a pile of laundry, <laughs> yes. right? Because that's exactly what it does. It piles up. And so let's just talk about this this first one for a minute just this bite size type of deal okay kevin um so <laughs> I, i'll tell you my, my wife honestly should be on the show with us uh, uh-huh. today because um she has been a master at figuring this thing out mm-hmm. because we he, i mean we're like most people right we we work my wife only works part-time. She works three days a week. I work full-time. And so our weekends are are typically the time when we would really like to spend time with our family. Mm-hmm. We'd like to hang out with our kids. We'd like to go to the park. We'd like to enjoy something together. But we got to clean our house. And honestly, I don't mind cleaning our house. And honestly, it, it probably doesn't take us more than a f- couple of hours to go through, you know, the chores of cleaning our house, you know, vacuuming, dusting, mopping, all, all of these sorts of things. But we got to pick it up before we can do that, right? Yeah. And so she's kind of said, this, this is overwhelming on a Saturday and a Sunday. And, you know, we, we, our family goes to church every Sunday. And so, 
you know, that's another thing to put in to a weekend. So, uh, she started doing some research and, and she was coaching me for this episode a little bit. <laughs> and, and, uh, what, what she has done is she has put together, uh, a, a list that go, that is on our refrigerator. Okay. And, and I took a picture of it. Um, and, and basically it's a list that works for us. And I want to be real, um, just kind of blunt about this. Our list is not going to work for everybody. Sure. Because she works three days a week. She doesn't work those other two days of the week. And so she has loaded up her two days that are her quote unquote off days uh, with with heavier amounts of, of chores to do and are lighter on the other days. But she's basically broken it up into to three categories. One category is the daily category. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that you should be doing kind of every single day. Because if you don't, it'll pile up. Right. Okay? The second one is the daily. Uh, and So that's the daily stuff. But then you've got the each day of the week stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Monday you've got this category of things to do tuesday you've got this category etc etc and then you've got the monthly things okay so uh that kind of helps break things up a little bit so um do do you want to hear some of the things that are on the list for daily stuff i I think people would love to hear like what a monday tuesday looks like for you guys sure um so so kind of daily uh one of the things she actually sent this to me today is um funny uh she didn't know we were doing this episode (laughs) and she sent me this uh thing through facebook that was uh this is what clean families do every day and it just went through a bunch of a bunch of things and one of them that was on the list is um they make their beds every day yeah every single monotonous day yeah make your bed um there's something about making your bed that just makes your house feel cleaner yeah yeah not only that your bed is cleaner whenever you have it covered than whenever yeah. you have it uncovered okay um and then then little things like wiping down the counters and the sinks every single day and some of this stuff goes to not just keeping your house clean but i'm we're talking about germs you know, keeping your family safe from from illness by wiping down your counters and your sinks, uh, both in your kitchen and in your your bathrooms. And, and there's a couple ways you can do that. I mean, it's really easy to get one of those little you know, boxes of Clorox wipes. Wipe oh yeah, those down, are fantastic. Throw them away. You're good to go. You know. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know if you've. Uh, there's actually a famous speech out there. I was actually trying to look it up right now. Um, about making your bed. Oh, um, okay. It's, I think it was a commencement speech. Uh, yeah, here it is. The University of Texas by James Clear. Hmm. Oh, and sorry, uh, Admiral William H. McRaven. Okay. Um, the make your bed speech. Uh, it's, it's actually really easy to find. It's about, we'll 20, link it up in the show notes. It's about 20 minutes. Okay. Um, but like, like I gotta tell you, that's like, that, that's one of the things, like if I haven't done that, my, my day is just funky from that point on. Yeah. I mean, it really does make a big difference. Yeah, there's something about it. It's psychological uh, yeah. in some ways. Um, the other thing is empty and load your dishwasher every single day. Uh, because if you don't, the dishes are going to pile up in the sink. Unless you're one of those paper plate families. Okay. Even still, every <laughs> other day on, on the loading and unloading, because there's always stuff, you know, and it, it's going to continue to pile up. So, right. load and unload uh, the dishwasher. Just to be clear, wasn't saying that I'm from a paper plate family. 
<laughs> I'm just advocating for those there you go. who might be. Right. <laughs> and and this is a big one, is just kind of keep your kitchen straight. Yeah. All right. So the countertops, um, keep them clear. And and so what this well what this video even said is un open all of your mail every day. Mm-hmm. Don't let it just sit there. You know, don't put it in a place where you're never going to come back to it. Yeah. Open your mail every day. Don't let it pile up somewhere. And just kind of generally straighten up your kitchen. Because kitchen is a place where a lot of life happens. Right. So, um, there are some other things that different lists would tell you to do. These are kind of the things that we do. Uh, one of the things that, that it would be really helpful when it comes to laundry is it says, uh, every day, put a load of laundry in. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't finish that load of laundry that sure. day, even if it doesn't get, you know, completely dried and folded every day, start a load of laundry every single day and work towards making that a habit and a routine. That's, and, that's eating that elephant right there. It is. You know? It's like, it's like bite taking a little stuff. bite. Yep. And then the, the I really liked this one. Set a timer for 10 minutes and clean like straighten up, clean up, just pick do something, up yeah, for ten minutes, and that way it doesn't become overwhelming. It's not like you know there's an end point because if you st- if you're anything like me, once I start something, mm-hmm. I I finish it. Sure, I have a hard time stopping. And now getting going is not always the easiest thing for me, <laughs> but once I get going, it's hard for me to stop. But that timer kind of. Puts you in a, oh, this is 10 minutes. I can do anything for 10 minutes, you know? Pick up, straighten, sort, do something for 10 minutes. And those are kind of the daily, do that every single day. Yeah. All right? I, I feel the need to tell this this uh, infamous family, family story about okay. mail. Uh-huh. Uh, so, my, uh, my grandfather... Uh, Who's, who's not with us anymore. He was a, uh, he was a brigadier general in the Air Force. Mm. So he was a pretty high operating guy, operating at a high level. Sure. Um, and in his career. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my, my grandmother had always been, you know, the person who took care of the home, you know, and, and, and just made sure that things ran efficiently there. And I, I, if I remember right, I think this actually happened after he retired, um, which actually makes it a little bit more funny. <laughs> um, but I, from what I understand, my grandmother had plans to go out of town. And so she was leaving him at the house by himself for a few days. It might have been a little bit longer than that. I don't, I don't remember exactly the timeline. But I, I remember the house, and I know the people. <laughs> and... My, my grandmother always told the story that she came back home from the trip. And I remember that, like, if you walk through the, there was like a, the garage door and the front door. And, you know, you'd have to walk out the front door to walk out to the street to get to the mailbox and bring the, bring the mail back in. And she said she, she got back home and she'd walk through the front door and in the, there was a big dining room. And because they had a big family. Sure. I mean, I, there's like five brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and they all had, spouses by this time and kids and so it was a big dining room she said she walked in and like that that dining room table was just full of mail oh and you gotta remember this was back in the time that was like pretty much the main means of communication was was mail and telephone i mean so there was just mail coming all the time and she she said my grandfather was in the living room sitting in his chair and she she walked in she goes 
what happened with all the mail? <laughs> and she said that he just looked up at her and goes, it all just came so fast. <laughs> and there it was. <laughs> and there it was. Yeah. It's weird. Because things pile up. And they pile up, and man. And it doesn't and, take long. And, and, and like, here's the weird part about that, man, is like, if you don't, if you don't address those things regularly, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying you know, like that, you know, Kevin's family schedule is maybe like the schedule that works best for you. But if you don't address those things regular, you're going to be paying interest on that stuff oh, later yeah. on. Absolutely. Big time. Yeah. So, so kind of some of the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday stuff. Um, I'm, I'm just going to kind of give some, some brief examples, but, but here's the general idea. Kind of think about all the things that you feel like needs to be done in mm-hmm. your house to be clean. Yeah. And assign it to a day. Sign one thing to a day or two or three or four things, however many it takes to kind of fill up uh, all of the stuff that needs to be done. So, for example, on Monday, tackle the bathrooms. Right. Clean the bathrooms. All right. Is, is that what you guys do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, on Mondays, it's bathroom day. And so, you know, the counters are going to be clean. The sinks are going to get cleaned. The toilets are going to get cleaned. It, we're going to clean our bathrooms. Right. All right. Um. Tuesday is going to be bedroom day. Okay, so changing the sheets every okay. week. All right. Um, making sure that stuff is up off the floor. Making sure that things are put away in the drawers that they should be in, right? Yeah. Uh, bedroom day. Uh, Wednesday is a kitchen day. Okay, so beyond just kind of wiping the counters down, this is clean your stove. Uh, actually clean your sink with Comet or whatever it is that you're going to clean your sink with. Brasso. Okay. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Barkeeper's friend, whatever it is that you're going to use, clean it. Okay. Um, make sure that, that things that are on the countertop that maybe didn't get put away before, put them away. Organize things. Okay. So uh, kitchen day on Wednesday. Thursday, uh, living room and dining room. Okay. So uh, just... Tackle those rooms. Um, And then Friday is going to be a floor and a miscellaneous day. So vacuum, sweep, mop, um, and kind of a catch-all. Hey, I didn't get that done. It needs to probably be done. And then Saturday is typically our outside day. It's mowing. It's, you know, weeding. Various things like that. And you make the children do all that, right? Of course. Why do you have children? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of your outdoor day um, and and maybe a catch-all room if you uh, catch-all spaces. So if you've got a playroom or a craft room or a, you know, a laundry room or something that you just need to tidy up, make a Saturday and a Sunday kind of that, that type of deal. Um, And, and it's one of those things that for us, um, if you don't put some things on a schedule, mm-hmm. it doesn't get done. Right. But here's one of the things my wife told me before we started this podcast night. She said, if I miss Monday, I don't try to do Monday on Tuesday and Tuesday on Tuesday. Right. You just skip it. If you missed a day, it was a ridiculous day. Things were long at work. The kids were, were you know, out of control. Stuff just came up. Right. I missed Monday. Don't worry. There's a Monday coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, you know, do Monday next Monday. Um, don't try to play catch up all of the time. Right. Uh, so that was something that she suggested as well. 
Um, and then there are some monthly things uh, that, that really do need to get done on a monthly basis. And, and some of those things are, they're different for, for different people. Um, but some of the monthly things are going to be things like maybe clean out your refrigerator. Okay. Probably not something you're going to do every single week, but no, yeah. you know, maybe there's some stuff that just needs to be thrown away. Maybe there's, you know, check the labels, make sure you don't have expired things. Um, you know, those sorts of things. Um, maybe you do uh, your shades, you know, you, your blinds, wiping those down, fans, cleaning those, baseboards, cleaning those, um, windowsills. Uh, if you're a family that needs to flip mattresses, maybe it's a flip mattress. Uh, thing once a month um you know just uh just some of those things that need to be done regularly but don't have to be done every week or every day uh maybe it's cleaning your coffee pot uh something like that needs to be done doesn't have to be done every day or every week but monthly it needs to be done and, and maybe you even need to go to yearly you know where you say yeah. in april we're doing this in may we're doing this and it's just kind of a yearly thing that we do once a year uh maybe it's i gotta clean out my gutters you know, yeah, those sorts of things. Well, I know that it's, you know, it's the fall and my gutters are, are clogged by no by November. So November's gutter cleaning hmm. month. Um, so those are those are kind of some suggestions. And I'll tell you, there these these um ideas and, and cleaning schedules, and you can Google cleaning schedules. Oh uh, yeah, there's people that have made calendars and all, all kinds of stuff the like for the print site. them off. Yeah. Just print them off. Put them on your refrigerator, put them in a place where you remember, and and those are a way to tackle this cleaning. Oh yeah, thing. and, I, and I'll, I'll say this: I mean, I think one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself when when it comes to things that need to get done is writing it down. Yeah, I mean, like for for whatever reason, mentally, that just makes it like officially stamped by you, approved and ready to go, and and and. When you write it down, for some reason in your brain, you've already committed to the completion of that event. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that. I mean, like, that's why just about every guru out there will tell you to write down your New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Um, because for whatever reason, it solidifies it in your mind as something like, I need to get done. Um, unless you don't take yourself seriously. <laughs> well, th this happens with me all the time. Like, like, I'll tell people, I need to remember to do that. I better write it down. I write it down, and then I go, I won't forget it now. Right. I, I don't need I don't need to remember it anymore because I wrote it down. I'll never forget it now. Uh, but if I don't write it down, yeah, it's out of my brain. And uh, let me let me also say this. I mean, like, if you were listening to Kevin and you were hearing some of the stuff that he and his family does, and you're 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 hearing that, and you're like, man, that stuff I need to do. I hate doing that. <laughs> uh, let let me let me point you towards a resource that I've found extremely powerful in my life. Uh, it's a, it's actually a book, uh, called the power of habit. It's by an author kind of named Charles Duhigg. Mm. Uh, it, it, it was actually a book I started reading early on in, um, in some of my, my personal transformation stuff. Um, but in that book, he, I mean, he's a journalist and he sort of explores how habits work and what they do for people and, and how they, how they work psychologically. And he really breaks it down into a habit loop. Uh, it's, and it's like the cue, the routine and the reward. Mm. Um, and so like what he says is like, look, if you can figure out the cue and what it is that you're actually 
So like most, most people have bad habits and then they have good habits. And so like the trick to breaking a bad habit is to figure out what the cue for that habit is and then replace the routine with a different routine mm. and then give yourself a reward for when you do something different. Okay. Um, and he goes like, that's, that's breaking the cycle of, of the habit and replacing it with another one. It's psychological. Right. And, and so like, I actually, I've heard a couple of people talk about it. Like, well, my... So I, I don't know what their cue is, but their routine is to go running. Mm. And so what they what they do is to give themselves a reward for going running is like that's the only time that they let themselves have chocolate. Okay. Is when they go exercise. Mm. And, and so, you know, the, the cue is, you know, basically, hey, I need to exercise. So then they go exercise. Well, the exercise is the routine. And the reward is like a little piece of Dove chocolate or something like sure. that. Um, you know, which you know, may or may not cancel out the run. I don't know. <laughs> but but you're, you're, you're building into yourself this routine of yeah. good habit rather than bad habit sure. of just eating the chocolate. Sure. Um, and, and so that, that book is really, really helpful for just understanding your brain and helping yourself set up good patterns in your life and how to break bad ones. And just understanding how they work. It's, sure. a, it's a really, really good book. Okay. Uh, he's, he's written a couple, but that's probably his best one. Okay. Cool. Um, so, getting into the other side of things, because we're kind of talking about breaking things up into bite-sized pieces. And and we can probably talk about this this one a little bit less, because it's not that complicated. But, you know, I, I think it's really easy, not easy, it's really difficult to break these things up into bite-sized pieces. Yeah. Um, and, and so then you, and, and so like for me, like if I wanted to like remodel my bathroom, breaking that up into little bite-sized pieces. It's unreasonable. I, I think for some people it's not. You well, know, some, it, but, but some I mean, people, it just fits their personality better. Some people, it just, it fits their schedule better to just like break it up and, and, and they have the discipline to do that regular. So it doesn't take as long. If I try and do something like that, man, it's going to take me forever. Well, see, that's sort my, of like this that's room my problem. we're sitting in. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I think that's a lot of people's problem. I, I've got a project I'm working on right now that it's two or three months in. Yeah. And it's like, it's never going to get done. Yeah. You know? So the, 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 the flip side of that is to, now I was listening to an interview with a guy talking about this today. He's like, look, if I have something on my plate, I just attack it with the, all the ferocity within <laughs> me until that thing is done. Yeah. And I was listening to this guy today and he was like, look, over the course of three days, I sent like a thousand messages over LinkedIn. I had, you know, 200 phone conversations and, da, 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 and like, this, this was like just something, I think it was about somebody he needed to hire or mm. something like that. And, and it was, he was like, look, I mean, like when I have, when I have something sitting in front of me, I just attack it until it's done. Yeah. And it works for him. Sure. You know, and that, because that's the kind of projects that he has sitting in front of him. If yeah. he doesn't get them done, it's probably going to cost him money and all this kind of stuff. But like when it comes to like your home, you know, like with the dishes, yeah, that may not be the best approach because you're going to eat the next day and then stuff's going to get dropped because you're just attacking the dishes ferociously. <laughs> and <laughs> let me know what that would look like, honestly. I'm sure somebody out there does it really well. Send, send us some footage out there. There you go. But, you know, like, like, like if you did need to remodel your bathroom, like you'd probably, because it's your bathroom... Use or a bathroom, you'd probably want to get that project done as quickly as possible. And so, yeah. like, if you're doing it yourself, man, you, you better... 
you know, give yourself as much attention and bandwidth to that project as possible until it is absolutely finished. Or yeah, you got to clear your schedule. You yeah. Make make space and time for that. You know, let your let your spouse or your family know, hey, listen, I'm unavailable for the next couple of days. Um, you know, make it a priority. Yeah. And in doing that, you may have to set yourself up with some other things. Hey, I've I've got some other things that are either going to be pushed to the side for a couple yeah. of days, or I've got to double up on some things so that I have time. To do something, which is, you know, going back to what you said about the four day weekend. I mean, you know, you have to clear your schedule if you expect to get anything done over a four day weekend, because if you don't, then stuff is going to come up and you're going to think pineapple stuffing. Yeah, that's what my weekend is now. About. A four day weekend is just an opportunity to procrastinate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I, I got to say, like, th- this is actually probably my favorite approach is to just like attack it. Yeah. I like I I actually I actually in I mean like there's there's a a part of me that enjoys like look I'm just too busy for that right now yeah I don't have time for it yep because I like getting stuff done yep I'm um, like that too and, and once I start on something it's hard to get me stuff people call me attack it hack it actually so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody calls me that <laughs> they should not even the misses. Uh, she calls me other things. Okay. <laughs> uh, we need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I know what you mean, man. It it sometimes for me, um, I, I have one speed whenever yeah. it comes to like even even going out and doing yard work. I have one speed. And I come in and I'm like absolutely exhausted. And my wife's like, Man, you're just really, really tired. And I'm like, yeah. Cause I did that in the amount of time that some people would, you know do nothing yeah <laughs> you know and I, i'll just like i i get things I, I have i have a mode whenever i get into that uh that space i just do that thing and um and not everyone's like that um but but i think that's one of the things that that this episode is really about is know who you are right and know your family know your rhythms well enough to know this is how I have to get things done. Um, if you work, uh, you know, 40, 60 hours a week and you're, you know, maybe you and your spouse are both working that amount, man, your your evenings are the only time you've got to do nothing. Yeah. And so your weekends are going to have to be a little bit more packed with some of this stuff. Uh, but if you have any any time at home, you're going to just have to, you know, get up off the couch, turn the TV off, um, you know, maybe put some headphones in, listen to some episodes of the homeowner show or something. It's time well spent. Absolutely. And and just just get some stuff done. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, um, one of the things, I mean, we've got young kids, but one of the things that I, you know, we kind of joked about it earlier, um, but, but my kids are already we are already creating rhythms in their lives to help them do some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, um, it's, it's spring. One of the things that comes around during spring is book fair at, at schools. So book fair was happening and we started, you know, my, I've got a four year old and a six year old. And for my four year old, he was going crazy. He was like, he was like, 
if I make my bed, can I get a dollar for book fair? <laughs> I'm like, yes, every day. If you make your bed, I'll give you a dollar until book fair. Now we're not doing that indefinitely, but yeah. but for the time being, and he made his bed. And he did a fantastic job, yeah. and it was just a. It was one of those deals where even if he didn't do a fantastic job, we're we're teaching them healthy rhythms to try to get them to do some of these things as well. And and he's four. I mean, he can come out and do the yard and pick up sticks with me. Um, or, you know, do something else. It, find a way to involve your kids, involve your family, and then it doesn't seem so much of a project whenever you're all doing it together. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. And, and it's, it's honestly, it's, it's difficult to be that intentional with the things that you do. Sure. And, and so, I, I mean, like, that being said, I, I think one of the, like we said before, I think one of the most helpful things that you can do if you struggle with this, and I think just about everybody struggles with this from time to time, because there are things that are going to come up that are just absolutely going to wreck your schedule. Yep. Uh, whether they be family emergencies or events or holidays or whatever it is, I mean, something's going to mess your, your routine up. Yep. And, and so... If you can fall back into, these are my priorities, these are the things that have to get done from week to week, if you have those written down, it's it's going to be easier to not be as hard on yourself and not be as just like anxiety laden mm-hmm. and, and just like, like you can't get any, like, why would I get started? Because I know that I'm never going to get done, mm-hmm. but rather just have a list of things and go like, okay, these are the things that I can get done. And, and, you know, if you get into that space of feeling like I can't get anything done, that's, that's just you lying to yourself about what's possible. <laughs> and what you need to tell yourself is like, look, at the end of today, at the end of today, what is it that I could have accomplished that would make me feel good about the way that I spent my time? Sure. You know, and that, and that could be reading a book to your kid. Yeah. It could be that day. But it, it could also be like, I put a load of laundry in the washing machine and I went to bed. Yeah. I mean, that, that could be what makes you, you know, be, because that's better than the nothing that you were planning on doing because you felt so down about what you hadn't done already. Yeah. But you did that one thing. Yeah. And and then tomorrow, like you get up, what is it that I can get done today that would make me feel good about what I got done in this house? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a big thing, you know? And again, like we want you to approach this with your personality and your schedule sure. and go, what's going to work best for me? What's going to make this house optimized to, because I think most people feel like they end up serving their house rather than their house serving them. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. Your yeah. house should be there to serve you right. and, and to provide you with shelter and comfort and a, and a place for your family to gather. And, and so what what is it that's going to provide you the opportunity to make your home that place for you and your family? Yeah. And, and I think this is a good opportunity to just say, listen, if, if you're, if you and, and whoever is living in your house, if, if you're working all the time, you know, there's a good chance um, that you've got some money that you're spending towards something that you could back off of a little bit and hire someone to come in and clean your house once. Yeah. And and, and if that is the thing that makes you sane, if, yeah. if that's a thing that keeps you from having high anxiety is saying, listen, I'm going to pay somebody 50 bucks every week or I don't know how much these people cost. Uh, you know, just say it's 50 bucks a week. To come in and clean my house, 
Um, man, do it. Spend it, that money. Spend the money. And and if and if you're not the person that has that expendable income, um, then then find a way to do it. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, one of the things we, we've said it regularly on this show is that Craig and I are, are big into, you know winding down and not making life so stressful and, and yeah. anxiety laden. And and I've talked to a number of people just recently even who said, man, my house is just causing me so much anxiety. I can't stand it. I don't even want to go home yeah. because I see all the stuff that needs to be done. Um, so, you know, we we want to we want to just encourage you, and that's really what this episode is about: encouraging you to find ways uh, to tackle projects um, and and re- realize that there's ways for it to be done. And listen, we don't do it always well. I mean, there's plenty of weeks where <laughs> where we just look back and go, "Well, that was just that didn't happen," you know. <laughs> and and we wind up spending a, a full day on a Saturday or a Sunday yeah. just. Doing nothing that we really want to do, but doing the stuff that we have to do. But, uh, you know, our goal is to not have to do that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this. I would imagine, I'm just guessing, that a house cleaner is cheaper than a therapist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and like, if you if you allow yourself to remain in a state of anxiety and uh, burden, like you're you're eventually going to need that therapist. Sure. And and it know. causes health problems on top of that. Yeah. So why not just, you know, hire the housekeeper. Do what you got to do. So and and if it's if it's a project in the house and you're worried about whether or not it's, you know, cost effective for you to do that, homeowner show has a calculator for you. Check so, it out, man. Yeah. There, go to the website. Uh, homeownershow.com. You can check out the uh, the project calculator there. You can figure out whether or not it'd be worth your time to do that project yourself or hire a professional to That's do it. Right. Maybe you heard that professional here on the show and you can get them to come out and do your project for you. That's right. So, man, we covered a lot of stuff today. You got anything else, Kev? I think that's it. Man. I think we cleaned house. Good springtime vibes. <laughs> Let's see what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, well, listen. Uh, thank you for listening and downloading today's show. Uh, you know, you can always find out more information about us and what we do at homeownershow.com. You can send us a message. Uh, maybe you've got an, an idea for a show at uh, info at homeownershow.com. Uh, but but listen, thank you for for listening and downloading. And we would love if you would take a moment and uh, head over to iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. That would be fantastic. We appreciate all of you guys. Join us every Tuesday. We will be here with a new episode. Until then, see you later. See you.